It's time to go prop shopping. Yes, it is time. Prop shopping here on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe Giulio, Cody Decker coming up here in about 20 minutes. Joe Osborne, a sports betting analyst for Oddstruck, will join the show. And then we'll have Vic on later on for BetQL and make our lightning bets, which might include Olympic bets. Who knows? Uh, for the day. But let's go prop shopping. We've got a, a big slate. Major League Baseball, including, I believe, a doubleheader today with the uh, Padres and the Braves. So a lot of baseball on the uh, on tap today. Cody, uh, we, we kind of touched on some of these last hour, but we could dive deeper in them now and um, add a few more. And there's a lot of home run props I like. One I mentioned last hour, and I still have not found a number yet. So this I'll be monitoring all day. But keep an eye on Darren Ruff, um, the platoon righty bat for the Giants against Julio Urias, a lefty for the Dodgers tonight. He has a 707 slugging against lefties this year. Six homers and 58 at bats against lefties and an over 1,000 OPS on the road. It's like a, it, it like hits everything. It hits the home road split, it hits the lefty split, the platoon split. It's got everything. I like Darren Ruff tonight to hit a home run. And, and just because he's not a regular player, you're probably going to get pretty good value wherever you find it, whenever you find it with Darren Ruff. Now, Cody, before we hit, uh, one you want to throw in here. I, I I was thinking about this, that he did leave last night's game with a little bit of a shoulder issue, so maybe mm-hmm. he's banged up, maybe he doesn't play. But have you seen what Max Muncy has done to Giants pitching this year? Yes, he has been the biggest Giants killer maybe ever. And in fact, on Monday, I gave you my home run prop on him, and he came up huge and wasted no time in homering in the first inning. So he now has eight home runs this season against the San Francisco Giants. He has an OPS this year of 1,500 against the San Francisco Giants. If the Dodgers win this division, Max Muncy's the reason why. Because they're going to end up beating the Giants in the season series. And it's because of him. It's unbelievable. I I do like him tonight. He's plus 280. I just I, I might stay away from actually taking it because he did leave last night's game with a shoulder issue. I don't know if it's serious, if it was just a precautionary thing. But if he's not feeling great, you know, I'm not going to take him on a night after he comes out of a game. But anytime you get Max Muncy against the Giants, it's worth a look because he is, I mean, he's killed that team. I would agree with you. The only thing that's hesitant on me is he took a, I mean, he got hit in the, in bait, not the shoulder, by the way. He got smoked in the shoulder blade. He got smoked hard enough that he had to get out of the game. Justin Turner also got taken out of the game for a similar thing. Uh, it's a scary thing. So that's one thing that's making me hesitate just a tick on that. Because outside of that, Max Muncy versus the Giants, yeah, I would honestly probably take that almost every single day at this point. He's that good against them. One of mine that I already mentioned to you was Michael Conforto. I'm expecting him to hit a home run off of Jeff Hoffman today of the Cincinnati Reds. But on top of that, I also think some damage is going to happen to Hoffman in the first inning. I really like that first inning bet prop right there for the Mets to score in the first. Um wherever you can get your best odds for it. Um, right now I'm seeing it over in the one of one of the sports books, uh, circuit sports book that it's uh, minus 150. Yeah. Same with that game. Marcus Stroman is an interesting pitcher. You know, I feel like we, we are in such a, an era now, Cody, where if you don't strike batters out, you're not that successful. There's very few pitchers that could do it consistently. Stroman's one of them. You look at Stroman's year, you know, he'll have a game once in a while. He'll strike out seven or eight, but he'll also have starts where he strikes out two or three or zero and he's still effective. He's a, it's almost the guy he reminds me of. It's almost like he's a right-handed version of Dallas Keuchel. Like he doesn't need to blow you away. He just knows how to pitch and he gets out his over under night today for strikeouts. A 1240 start with Mets reds. When we get off the air today, first game of the day, it's at four and a half. 
it's a pretty low number for a good pitcher. I, I don't think he's going to strike out seven or eight, but man, I feel like that they're almost begging us to take the over there. Can Marcus Stroman get the five strikeouts today against the Reds? I think he yeah. can. I absolutely think he can. He's one of the best pitchers on that staff. He's having an incredible year. He does occasionally, and I always hated this phrase, pitch to contact, because he does get contact, but it's never hard contact. I think he can get five in this game without question. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So we're both on uh, Mets-Reds props early on. Um, let me throw this one in there. I mentioned earlier Dylan Cease, the starting pitcher tonight for the Chicago White Sox against Minnesota. Now, if you look at some of the guys that are going against Cease in that lineup, They've, they've hit him, right? He's given up some runs, some home runs against Minnesota batters. Like mm -hmm. Nelson Cruz has a home run in 14 plate appearances. Max Kepler, two home runs off him. So, like, they've got some guys in that lineup that have taken him deep, but he's racked up Ks against Minnesota. You look at his three – he's made three starts already this year against Minnesota. Seven, seven, eight in terms of the strikeouts. And with Dylan Cease, four of his last five games, Cody, he's gone over the number it is tonight. Six and a half tonight for his strikeout prop. He's had ten – Six, eight, seven, seven. So even the night he did not get over, he was right there. He's he's, you know, he's always around that six, seven, eight mark. Um, you know, he's over eleven strikeouts per nine. I like Cease tonight to go over six and a half strikeouts. If this was seven and a half, I might stay away because you know he could give up some runs early, come out of the game. But here's what we know: Tony Larusa will, will let his starters go deep in the games. And if you give Dylan Cease five and two thirds, six innings, I think he gets over six and a half strikeouts. I agree with you. I think that's a really good prop, and I think that's a good pick right out the gate. He's been showing – he's been pushing double digits pretty much nightly lately. I think he's a very good pick on that one. Got another one for you, and you mentioned the uh, the Padres have a doubleheader today. Their first game, they have uh, Chris Paddock going for him, facing against Muller. Here's the thing. I got the, I got the Padres winning this ballgame. I really do. However, first five prop, Chris Paddock has been terrible. Not bad. He's been – terrible and i do think that he will give up the lead early in the game i think their bullpen will end up holding it and the uh, offense will come back i like first five in uh first five innings on the side of the braves yeah pat man paddock a couple of years ago it looked like he was one of the next big things you know that good change up when he was a rookie kind of came out of nowhere and pitched really well you know a building block for them he has been terrible and like, he's someone that I liked a couple years ago. I don't know what it is because you look at his numbers. It's not like he's walking the ballpark. It's not, you know, it's not like he doesn't get any strikeouts. He, he still does some things you look at and say, all right, he shouldn't be this bad. Look at his ERA. Look at, the, I mean, some of the games he's had, he just gets rocked. Mm -hmm. He does. It's, it's very strange, but it's not only that. It's also the command is just bad. He buries sliders really poorly. His changeup used to be his pitch. It seems like he can't spot that pitch up anymore. And it's not getting it. He's not getting the backup action with his fastball. It's just, everything seems to be going wrong for Chris Paddock every single outing now. And it's at the point where I'm almost shocked that he's still in the rotation, let alone there might be a chance he might get sent down if they make a couple of trades. Well, it's empty, right. And, and you know the, the the Padres are not shy about that. A.J. Preller, not shy. Uh, look, if there's one general manager between now and next Friday that, that, that makes a move that we're not expecting just to do it, it's the Padres. You're right. He, he could be pitching for a spot in the rotation. That's a good point. Paddock today. So you've got the Braves there. Uh, first five uh, against Chris Paddock and, and the San Diego Padres. Let me throw this one out. A couple of more home run props that, that jumped out to me. So I had Darren Ruff, which I think is an interesting one against a lefty and Julio Urias tonight. But how about this number here, Cody? Ian Happ for the mm -hmm. Chicago White Sox. 
going up against Adam Wainwright. And how about Wainwright? Still going, still pitching well. It's like he just he doesn't age. Adam Wainwright is still an effective pitcher. But the numbers that Ian Happ has off of Wainwright are, are I mean, you can't not pay attention. 18 plate appearances, 471 batting average. Hmm. But how about this? Four home runs. Four home runs and 18 plate appearances? That's one that I have to look at. Ian Happ to hit a home run tonight against Adam Wainwright and the St. Louis Cardinals. That is a, I'm not going to lie to you, that is a bold pick. Bold pick, but I like it. I like bold home run picks because when they come up huge, they come up huge. I already gave you my Juan Soto home run prop earlier today. I got another home run prop for you. We talked about the Red Sox a little bit earlier. Well, we know that Garrett Richards has just been abysmal and he's got to throw the, he's got to face Vladdy Jr. at least twice. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., next home run prop tonight. Vlad is Vlad is always a good choice. It, like you think about this season, and we, when we started doing these home run props on the show, and and the show we've been hitting a lot of them. Uh, you had Muncy the other night. I, I mentioned Donaldson yesterday for the Twins. Like it feels like every night, Paul has been all over Tim Anderson, which I'll, I'll bring up in a second here. You know that's if you're betting Vlad or Otani, you can, really can't go wrong. I mean those guys have just been so good. And you're right, Vlad going up against a bad pitch. By the way, it's plus two ninety on Ian Happ tonight. For the Cubs. All right, let me throw in Tim Anderson. Paul Aspen, our executive producer. I think he went to the well two consecutive days on Tim Anderson. Will he do it again? Because I'm looking at this. Paul, did you notice this? Tim Anderson, 18 plate appearances against Michael Pineda. He has three home runs. Are you going back to the Tim Anderson well, Paul Aspen? I think I have to. And, you know, after what? His hit streak ended yesterday, right? So get back yeah. on the horse today. And, yeah, I saw that a little bit earlier today. So, I, I mean, honestly... And like we talked about yesterday when I went back to the well, not not really a power-hitting guy, but he's got that club in his bag. But with those numbers, I mean, it's kind of crazy not to win at that price. I'm seeing plus 400. I don't know if you guys are seeing higher or better odds than that. But, yeah, count me yeah, in for Tim Anderson again. Yeah, and, and Cody, sometimes these these non-power hitters, they get on these streaks where they just they, they pop a few out for, you know, five or six days, and then they go. Like, Tim Anderson's not a power hitter, but obviously he hits them off of Pineda. Three home runs. Yes. And, you know, when when Pineda's not putting pine tar on that baseball, he is not the same pitcher that he once was, plain and simple. And Tim Anderson has a very good chance of making him pay today. And, Cody, like uh, when you when you are that successful against a guy like that, like, is it – just take us through – as you're stepping in the box, are you just feeling like, hey, you can't go wrong against this guy? The fact of the matter is when you have numbers against a guy – you're not the only one that knows because that pitcher knows too. He knows everything I've ever done to him and he is not happy about it. And it depends on the pitcher, really. I think uh, one pitcher who is a spent a lot of time in the major who I absolutely dominate is Sonny Gray. I, I, I think I have like three career homers off Sonny Gray and I just, whatever reason, I own him. However, when Kenley Jansen is on the mound and I'm at the box, I might as well not even bring a bat to the plate. I cannot hit Kenley Jansen no matter what. I think I have four foul tip strikeouts every single time. Know what pitch is coming, doesn't matter. I can't hit him. The, the, what I always found crazy about this, and, and we bring this up a lot when it comes to home run props, right? Like a guy has success off another guy. It, it really has no rhyme or reason. Like, Sonny Gray's a really good pitcher, right? And Incredible probably, pitcher. Yeah, I mean, his stuff is nasty. There are probably a lot of a lot of players this past era, Cody, that faced him similar amount of times as you and, and couldn't touch him, yet yet you had his number. Is it is it release point? Like, why do you think some guys, you pick, do you pick the ball up out of his hand differently, better? Because it's not like he's not good. Like we said, he's nasty. 
I, honestly, everybody that's in professional baseball at the highest levels, if you're in double A and you're playing well at double A, you can play in the big leagues 100% and be an all-star and successful at the big leagues. At that point, when you get to double A, it's just a matter of whether or not the job is open or available to you. So trust me, there are all-stars that we've never heard of that never got a chance to play in the major leagues. But Sonny, I don't know what it was about him that I saw him well because none of my other teammates could. I have a lot of other guys I've played against that are superstar pitchers that I, for whatever reason, played really well against. DeGrom, I'm four for six off DeGrom. Uh, Mats, I, I always hit Mats. I always hit, I have, I think, one or two home runs off Cindergard. But the, the, all those guys are stars and honestly are way better than me. But for whatever reason, it could have been a combination. I was just hot that day. I was seeing it well. The weather conditions were good. It might have been I closed my eyes and I got lucky and I just happened to clip a ball. It's it's baseball is weird, man. It's just one of those things where there's sometimes there's no rhyme or reason for anything. I can go up there against DeGrom and hit two doubles, but I'm going to go face a soft lefty who I should demolish. And he K's me on three pitches. Baseball's a dumb game. Yeah, it is. Uh, the only guy in America that can hit Jacob DeGrom is Cody Decker. That That's it's pretty crazy. Quick caveat on that. This was 2015 Jacob DeGrom and Jacob DeGrom in 2015. However, a star and really good did throw five miles per hour slower than he does now you don't have to tell anybody that like the, 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 the facts get in the way of good stories sometimes cody next time jagram is pitching to listen i own this guy i'm four you're right this guy i take back what i said i'm better than jacob Degrom. post it that's right cody decker owns jacob Degrom, who owns everybody <laughs> else in baseball all right quickly i want to get your thought quickly on um offenses on the rise batting average power last month and a half most of this, Cody, is attributed to the spin rate, right? Yeah. Taking the taking the stuff away and hitters. Do you do you put any of this on pitchers maybe hitting a wall? 60-game season last year, all these pitchers, regardless of how many innings they pitched last year, now we're hitting it, right? They're going over whatever they did last year because the season is now into the fourth month of the year. Do you think some of these guys are a little bit tired, kind of hitting a wall as we get to July, August, after a short season last year? Absolutely. I think there's a combination of a lot of factors here, and that's the thing about – that's the thing that I've actually been bothered by with baseball this season a little bit and a lot of a lot of the coverage of baseball because a lot of people are like, oh, averages are down. No one's hitting. What? It's because of everybody in their launch angle approaches. No, it's not. It might have a small factor in it, but there's about a thousand different variables here attacking and making this um, entire thing happen. And right now we're seeing the same thing. Averages are going up. Is the only factor the crackdown? No. Does it have a factor? Absolutely. But bodies are fatigued. Guys are getting hurt. Hell, the 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 right now the Mets are about to break their own rec single season record for players to get called up because they're getting that banged up. We're in July. We have months of the season. We had a half of the season to play. So there are a lot of things taking place in Major League Baseball. And that crackdown, by the way, my biggest concern about that crackdown has always been not about the numbers. It's been about injuries because taking that stick, any sticky substance away from a pitcher means they have to grip the ball harder, which means they're going to put a lot of pressure on their elbow, which means guys are going to get hurt a lot easier. And we're already seeing it. Yeah, Tyler Glass now was all over that when he when he had uh, his elbow issue right after the sticky substance was uh, was kind of taken out of baseball. And yeah, it's almost like a marathon, right? We used to run 26.2, then they're like, oh, just run 10 last year. And now, oh, we're running 26.2 again. It, it will take a toll, a war of attrition. Coming up next, Joe Osborne is going to join the show. He's a sports betting analyst for Odd Shark. We'll chat with him next. Joe Gilio, Cody Decker. This is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network.